Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more R slash Yamada butthole. I went off on one again. <laughs> if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our very first story comes from Aggressive Duty 6000 who asks, am I the arsehole for saying it's my grandparents' fault I don't embrace my culture? I, 16 female, am half Korean and half German. However, I am white passing. I don't look Asian at all. I look 100% Caucasian. My mum was an addict. She and dad divorced when I was two. Mum left for Germany and left me with dad. I am my family's greatest shame. My father is the firstborn son. His marriage to my mum was his rebellious stage and while he could pretend he never married her, he couldn't pretend I don't exist. I am a reminder of his failure. He quickly remarried a nice Korean woman and they had my siblings, 12 female, 12 male, 9 male, 7 male. Growing up, we lived with my grandparents. They blamed all my bad behavior on my white side. I always heard things like, we can't expect the white kid to behave, rude just like Westerners, etc. If my siblings did something bad and I was blamed as I was influencing them with my Western values and leading the nice Koreans astray. When Chu Siuk, apologies on pronunciation, happened, a Korean holiday, I was never allowed to participate and was told to stay in my room. For most of my life, I've tried to be as Korean as possible. I dyed my natural blonde hair brown, wore brown contact lenses to cover my blue eyes, etc. It didn't help that we lived in the rural area of South Korea and I was the only white kid for miles. The bullying was relentless. My dad did nothing to help me. One time he tried to stand up for me, my grandparents said, this, referring to me, is your fault. If you had married a nice girl, we wouldn't be dealing with this, pointing at me. That was the first and last time he tried to stand up for me. When I was 15, my mum came to get me. She'd gotten her life together and was clean. They couldn't hand me to her fast enough. The good thing is, I love my life in Germany. I love the culture and the people. I feel more at home in Germany than I ever did in Korea. I finally embraced my German side and stopped trying to be Korean. Recently, my 12 female sister died. I can't say I'm sad about it, as all my siblings participated in my mistreatment, so I never had a bond with them. Since she was the only girl and my stepmom can't have more kids, my grandparents and dad have been trying to reach out to me. They convinced my mum to send me there to visit for the holidays. When I arrived, they were shocked to see me with blonde hair, blue eyes, piercings, etc. I also refused to speak Korean, speaking only English or German. This morning, my grandparents said how sad they are to see me turn my back on my culture. I exploded at them, cussing them out. I told them if they hadn't bullied me my whole life, maybe I would be closer to my Korean culture. I said they don't get a do-over because my sister died. I said a lot of nasty things to my dad as well. My grandparents started crying and my dad had tears in his eyes, which shocked me because I have never seen them so sad. I feel kind of bad. And there is an edit with some extra info which says, wow, I just got back to this and wow. 
Thank you so much for the support. At first, I wanted to make my grandparents and dad's holiday miserable as payback. But now that I look back on it, life is too short to spend holidays with people you don't love. My mum got me a ticket back. I leave next week. A lot of people have been urging me to take a DNA test because it's impossible for me to have blue eyes. First of all, it's common for mixed kids to pass as white. I look like my German mother who has blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm 100% sure I'm my dad's daughter. A DNA test is the first thing they did. They did not want me at all. If I wasn't my dad's daughter, I would have been out. And to me in this one, unless I'm missing something here, I think it's exactly what you said. You don't, they don't, because of something tragic happened, which, you know, I do feel bad for them for. They don't get to have a do-over now because of what they've done in the past. It sounds like a horrific way to have been brought up for you. But confused turnip says not the arsehole, you hit the nail on the head. They don't get to abuse you and exclude you from Korean culture for years and suddenly use you as a backup granddaughter now. OP replied to that saying pretty much what it is. You know, they never once reached out to me when I left. Not one text from them or dad. Kano B says and quotes, I feel like because they seem genuinely remorseful, the first night home, they came to me and apologized for everything. I could tell they felt bad, but at the same time, too little, too late. And that was quoted from a section which, which OP explained a bit later. And then Kano B goes on to say, not the arsehole. Then being remorseful doesn't mean you can't be angry or that you have to forgive them. Being sorry for one day doesn't fix a lifetime of mistreatment. If they are really sorry, they can confront the hurt and anger they caused you. It's not your responsibility to hide it from them. Teddy Westside says not the asshole. They can't exclude you the majority of your life from part of your culture and then decide you can be included because they now need a daughter in the family. They just want a replacement for what was lost. Third tries the charm says not the asshole. Your behavior wasn't ideal here, but they treated you as a disposable until their preferred child died. Now they're treating you as a viable backup option. Though if you're fully fluent in Korean, don't stop practicing that. Being multilingual is almost always going to be an advantage and opens up career options. To which OP replies that saying, oh, I am just speaking in German and English to be a dick. I speak Korean in Berlin with my Korean friends. I just want to make it clear. I do not want to be here, nor am I okay with being a backup granddaughter. I made it clear to my mum after this visit. I have no intention of coming back. And A the win replies to this chain saying, I'm gonna strongly disagree with the commenter you're responding to here because there is no ideal way to react here. You bent over backwards to please them before and that didn't work. You could accept their newfound love for you now that your sister died, but that is not going to change the baggage of abuse and lack of respect for you as an individual. Blowing up at them is probably the best chance of fixing the relationship for confronting them for their abuse denies them the opportunity to sweep it under the rug and gives them the opportunity to own up to it. Most abusers would dig in their heels and deny any all wrongdoing. Google Davo and the narcissist prayer. But there is a small chance that this can be a wake up call too. give them the time to process and see what happens. But I suggest doing some reflection on your own part. If they do not own up to and apologize for the abuse, how do you respond to that? Will you go no contact, disown them, decide to let bygones be bygones as long as it's okay-ish from now on? If they do own up to it and try to apologize and make amends, do you think you can forgive them? Will that not be enough for you? If so, what then? What if they apologize but think that alone should be enough and you should forgive them or move on from this? Would you be willing to accept that? Ball is in their court now, but you should try to prepare for what they do or do not do with it. Anyway, not the arsehole. And OP did reply to that, so I'm going to have to finish on that one. They went on to say, the thing is, after living in Berlin, I do understand them more, and they do genuinely want to change things between us. 
They have owned up to and apologized, but it's not enough. While I do understand them, I have zero interest in working on our relationship. We're talking about 15 years of abuse. It's too much. Now, what do you guys think of this situation? From me and the way that OP explains their situation, that final line there, 15 years of abuse is too much. I think they're absolutely right to go no contact and cut that part of their family out of their life. It doesn't matter if they're remorseful or sorry now. I don't think you can undo 15 years of that and being treated as an outsider through all your younger years. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Now our next story comes from Hiking Throwaway One who asks, am I the asshole for ruining my boyfriend's favorite hiking trail? My 22 female boyfriend, 24 male, is an avid outdoorsman. He grew up camping and hiking often. I, on the other hand, did not. I think I went camping once when I was a little kid and sat in my grandma's RV, pouting the entire time. My boyfriend and I have now been dating for six months and as our little anniversary present, my boyfriend wanted to take me to his favorite hiking spot. We live in a warmer state, so hiking this time of year isn't abnormal. I was a little nervous about it, but agreed because I definitely see him as the person I am gonna marry, which means adapting to his lifestyle as well. So we went on a sunrise hike up a mountain that was a little over an hour away from us. The hike was just over three miles total and wasn't too difficult for beginners. Before going, my boyfriend gave me the safety rundown and pushed that I drink a ton of water. When we got to the trailhead, I needed to pee slightly and mentioned to my boyfriend finding the bathroom at the beginning of the trailhead, which I believed to be just around this little hill. He brushed it off and suggested we get going so we don't miss the most beautiful part of the sunrise. So I agreed. During the first half of the hike, my boyfriend kept pushing for me to drink water to the point where I felt like I was going to throw up and my bladder was gonna explode. When we got to the best part of the hike, we sat there for a few minutes before I mentioned heading back down because at this point, I really needed to find that bathroom. My boyfriend insisted we stay a few more minutes until I finally dragged him up. Listen, I've never peed outside my entire life, but I must have drank so much water my bladder just couldn't take it. Before we even made it back down, I knew I was about to pee my pants. I kept mentioning it to my boyfriend and he kept comforting me, saying it was okay, saying I can make it. Unfortunately, I could not make it. I apologized profusely but told him I had to duck behind a big rock a little ways off the trailhead to pee or I was gonna pee my pants. He was angry, scoffed and huffed as I asked him to stand watch. But instead, he just stood by the trail, angry as ever. And to make matters worse, an older couple that was cutting through some of the brush walked right by me but didn't say anything. So yeah, my boyfriend is understandably furious with me, not only for exposing myself on our hike, but also for rushing our beautiful view. This is his favorite hiking spot and I ruined it. I feel terrible, but I also feel like it was something that I couldn't control. Am I the asshole? And there's a tiny little one line edit, which I'm gonna cover after the comments because I think that's the best place for it. But what what is his problem? Surely this guy is an like you say, an avid outdoorsman, likes hiking often. Does he not pee outdoors? If I'm on a long walk somewhere hiking or whatever and I need a pee, I'm not peeing myself. Obviously, I do it somewhere discreet or something like that, but I will pee outdoors. There's so many things wrong. I mean, you mentioned it at the very start that you needed to pee. He kept you to keep pushing on. He kept asking you to drink more water to the point where he was absolutely full. Like you said, your bladder was full. You were gonna puke and you're gonna pee and then gets mad at you because you need to pee so bad that you just had to go behind a rock, which again, 
is a normal thing, I think. And not that we need the additional information, but I'm going to go into OP's comments to see if they reply to any questions from the commenters below. And Patterson's O'Lady asks, If he is a hiker, then peeing in the forest is a normal thing to him. There must be another reason he was upset, not the asshole. And OP replies saying, He said that he's mostly upset that I didn't take into consideration how he'd feel being the one to stand there while his girlfriend peed in plain view, which wasn't true. I made sure to hide myself from view very well. So I think that the main thing he wanted is his feelings taken into consideration. Abby Burb says, not the arsehole. Why can't he ever go back there? Was he banned for life because nature called why out in nature? Stuff like that happens all the time. If he wanted you to enjoy the hike, he should have made it enjoyable for you. And he also should have taken into consideration when you gotta go, you gotta go. He should have allowed you a minute to go pee prior to going on the trail when you said you had to go the first time. If that wasn't a possibility, when you're up at the sunset viewing spot and really had to go, he should have helped you find a safe spot to go. Then you would have not been rushed back down. Your basic bodily functions doesn't ruin things. Him being an asshole about your basic bodily functions does, however. OP replied saying thank you. This comment definitely helped lift my spirits a little bit. As a kid, I was only told to put off my bodily functions because they were an inconvenience for everyone around me. So this situation definitely brought back some of those feelings, unfortunately. Fun bodybuilder 4620 says not the arsehole, he has been absolutely ridiculous. People pee outside while hiking and camping all the time. He also dismissed you saying you needed to go. This whole situation is a huge red flag. Love me long time says, oh, of course you ducked behind a big rock and relieved yourself. That is what people do. If you were on the months long, hundreds of miles long alpaca trail, does he think they have porta potties stationed all along the trail, or do you hold it till you get to a tiny rural town scattered along it? What the fuck is wrong with him? On shorter walks and hikes too, this is the norm. The older couple ignored you because they were sane and reasonable people, and they were being discreet and polite, like your boyfriend should have been. I'm glad you didn't pee your pants. I can only imagine the drama if you were wet and had to sit in his vehicle. Not the arsehole and the only person ruining anything is your boyfriend. Your boyfriend should have known better. Pushing you to drink so much so fast, denying you relief. He's being weird and controlling or a fetish or something. This, this is just wrong. And the little one line edit just says, I will be breaking up with him. And it just finished there. There was no additional info apart from that. But what do you guys make of this one? What do you think about the final conclusion of that as well? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Story. 
And our next story follows with an update as well from Positive Ad 3565 who says, am I the asshole for giving my fiance an ultimatum about inviting his sister at our wedding? My sister-in-law and I have never got along. She's the kind of person to always do things on the expense of others. She's the kind of person to say or do something hurtful but then claim it's a joke. For example, some time ago, I'd bought a bag. My sister-in-law was always saying how she's jealous that I have that bag. She kept joking about how she'll throw wine on it because if she can't have a nice thing, then I can't either. At some point, she actually threw wine on my bag, totally ruining it. Another time on my birthday party, I was wearing a red velvet vintage dress, which used to be my mother's and it has sentimental value. Throughout the whole party, my sister-in-law kept joking how she'd throw me in the pool with the chlorine and ruin my dress. She then told me to not worry and she was joking. I was on guard about this and so was my fiance. She actually caught me off guard at some point and tried to throw me in the pool, but my friend pulled me and I didn't fall. I want to clarify that in every single situation, my fiance has fought with her and defended me. After she tried that stunt with a dress and the pool, he gave her a warning that the next time she does something like that, she's out of our lives. She insisted she's just joking. Now she's joking that she will wear white to our wedding and she might accidentally throw wine on my wedding dress. Having had enough of her jokes, I told my fiance she's no longer invited and I can't trust her since she always jokes but then goes along with her plan. He reassured me she wouldn't do it this time because he gave her a warning. I told her I can't trust her and I don't feel comfortable with her there. He then got mad that I implied his sister is not in our wedding. He told me, do you hear yourself? She's my sister and you expect me to uninvite her just like that. I told him I have valid reasons and he thinks she won't do it again. I told him that I won't go through the wedding unless he agrees on uninviting his sister. He believes I'm the asshole for giving him an ultimatum. Am I the asshole? Now this one feels like a simple not the asshole to me, you know. She's proven that she's a liar multiple times, that she'll make this joke and then go ahead and do it anyway, trying to ruin a sentimental vintage dress chucking wine on a bag to ruin it this isn't normal behavior and this is your wedding day i know it's your husband's as well but does your husband want you to feel this anxious on your wedding day because this toxic person is going to be lurking around and you have to be on your guard the whole time because of it sure it's fine for your husband to say you know he's told her so she won't do it but you're still going to have those feelings you know of guarding yourself and watching her every move and what if she does do it it's too late then I think you've got to be proactive in this matter and say she can't come, but there's always the question, is she going to turn up anyway? And Majestic says not the arsehole, seriously reconsider marrying this man if he finds his sister's behavior to be forgivable. To put it another way, if you end up having kids, is she really someone you want them to have as an aunt? If you're not prepared to put your potential kids through her existence, then give yourself the same boundary. Shabelba says she'll show up at the wedding whether you invite her or not. She'll wear white and throw wine on you. When she does, make a huge scene. A huge scene. Embarrass the living hell out of her and your new husband for having allowed this when you told him this would happen. Then promptly file for divorce. Not the asshole. Don't get hitched to this family. Your fiance already proven where his loyalties lie. Truckin' Ape says, yep, resolve yourself now that it'll likely happen. Bring a spare dress for her to change into so she can't use the it's the only thing I have to wear excuse. Exclude her from as many photos as possible, but she'll end up in some if your husband and family are as apathetic as they seem. Tell the photographer to keep her out as much as possible. They're professionals who deal with this thing all the time. 
tell them why and they'll understand. That is, if she doesn't change out of the white. Otherwise, you can't really exclude her. And if she actually does spill on your dress, do make a big deal out of it, because it really is a big deal. But you can't melt down. You just have to make it publicly known what she did. Hopefully, your guests will be appalled by what she did and be sympathetic. Bring a spare change of clothes. Keep your dignity intact. Last but not least, the fact that she has already threatened to ruin your day is grounds to have a serious discussion with your fiancé about the way to resolve this issue. How can you plan a wedding with such a massive dark cloud looming over it? Honestly, you might want to consider postponing until your sister-in-law apologizes and promises not to do what she said she'd do. It might be a bluff, but if you're going to begin life with this man and his family, you're entitled to some boundaries and ground rules. His sister threatened to ruin your day, plain and simple. Stand your ground. Photos, beers, and teach says not the asshole. She has proven on two separate occasions that she is willing to destroy your property and physically assault you after making a similar joke. What proof do you have that she will behave herself? Petty Stranger says not the asshole. This girl is clearly going to ruin your wedding, lol. Even if she doesn't do that, she might do something else. Judge Judge says, times like this make me wish for an asshole deposit, like landlords have security deposits for rent. She wants to come to the wedding. Okay, put the cost of the wedding dress and some extra into escrow. She spills wine or makes a scene, that's coming out of her deposit. It won't make your wedding any less ruined, but perhaps the thought of her funding your honeymoon will make you smile. Not the asshole, because it sounds like your sister-in-law has burned her available chances and your fears are justified. Now we're gonna cover the update. First of all, thanks for all the feedback, I appreciate it. The final decision is that sister-in-law won't be invited. After the fight I had with my fiance, he decided to speak with her one-on-one -on -one and make her swear she won't pull anything. She kept laughing throughout that whole conversation and wasn't taking anything seriously. My fiance kept trying to convince her to be serious and the reply that set him off was, and what if I'm not? What will you do? You'll kick me out. If you kick me out, you know mum and dad will follow me. And then the main talk of your wedding will be about how you kick your sister out and the drama. That made my fiance make up his mind and tell her on the spot she's not invited anymore. She threw a tantrum and said, she's his sister and we can't do this to her. She started crying and bombarding him with texts now about how she was not serious, she was joking and she's sorry. My fiance told her no. He's also decided to limit contact with her to the minimum. My in-laws are of course very angry about this, as you can imagine. We got called many names for this decision. My fiance told them if they have a problem, they're free to not attend either. He told them to shut up or they'll be uninvited next and he won't keep this conversation any longer. They shut up real quick after that. Edits, my wedding planner has also contacted two security guys for the night. We'll have security and make sure she has no access to the venue. And I gotta say, I wasn't expecting that update from husband in the end and fair play, I think. Although what we've seen on gone on here is pretty toxic. It still must be tough to approach your family member and remove them from the wedding being your sister etc and i know they're a toxic person in this we can absolutely see that but i gotta say it still must be quite a tough decision to make but a correct one now what do you guys make of this situation what would you have done before that update before you saw what they done and do you think the sister will still attempt to turn up at that wedding Wow. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Am I the Asshole Real Job who says, Am I the asshole for telling my parents that I make more than both my siblings when they told me to get a real job? 
I'm a nanny to two special needs kids. There's a very high demand for nannies for special needs kids because three special needs daycares in my county shut down. So I make approximately 120,000 a year and live in the family's guest house rent free. And they bought me a car so I can drive the kids around. My parents have the belief that any job in childcare isn't a real job. They went so far as to call my aunt. She majored in child development and had her tell me how broke she is when I said I wanted to major in early childhood education. Then they told me I could either pick an acceptable major or they wouldn't pay for my college. I cut contact with them for a while in college and we recently started talking again. I've been in contact with my siblings though. My parents recently asked about my job and education and were not happy when I said I'm a nanny and have my master's in special education. They made a comment that I'm working the same job that I've had since I was 15 and how I'll be broke forever. Then told me to get a real job like my brother, accountant and sister, nurse. I was pissed and told my parents that I make more than both my brother and sister and I don't have to pay rent for car payments or for gas. They hung up and I got a text from my sister saying I made her look bad to our parents. My brother said I should have just kept my mouth shut. Am I the asshole for telling my parents how much I make? Now, the thing that got me in this one is what are the parents getting out of this? I know people have concerns of like, obviously, what their children are doing with their lives and want them to better themselves. But the way the parents sound like they're dealing with this is like, why aren't you working a better paying job? You need to be doing that. It's like they want something out of it. And that's just the way it kind of feels to me. Again, I've probably read way too many of these stories, but it always gets to me with this sort of stuff like, what are they after? Are they after for like the kids to look after them in their retirement or something? Is something going down where they need money from you? <laughs> Rubbing my chin here. Hmm. But I'm going to say I'm not the asshole in this situation. But Amber says you're the asshole for dragging your siblings into this. You're not the asshole for telling your parents to mind their own beeswax. You could have simply said I make 120k a year and live rent free and car payments free. Your parents could have figured out the rest. I hope your siblings don't feel less than because of what you said. Moriana Dot says, not the asshole. Your parents are the ones who started making comparisons between the siblings. But in the future, you can just thank them for their concern and assure them that you're very content with your life and choices. Don't tell them that you make a lot of money or they may expect you to pay for their elder care. Let them think that you're poor and they will seek it from their golden children. Owly Albert says, not the arsehole. Sounds like your parents needed a reality check and you delivered. Mr. Hamman 80 says, not the arsehole. Your parents quite roundly are arseholes. Honestly, my jaw dropped when I saw 120K. I've been working for 20 years and that's a great living right there. Congratulations and well done to your good self. I can see why you dropped contact with your parents. Your siblings' responses really should just give them a reason to self-reflect on why they haven't done the same rather than throw shade on you. Sway says, not the asshole. You're an adult and they're trying to control your choices. You've done well for yourself and they should be proud of you. But no, they refuse to accept that you're doing what you want to do. You do make more than them and you have a pretty great setup for yourself as well. So you did nothing wrong by telling them the truth. It may be time to cut them out again because it seems that they have no respect for you or your boundaries. And one more from Littlest Bookstore who says, you are not the asshole for defending yourself and your work. Your parents suck. You weren't exactly great by bringing your siblings into it though. It doesn't sound like you had malicious intent. You were just trying to defend yourself when you were being compared to them. But your sister had a point too. It's your parents who suck for pitting you and your siblings against each other. 
not the asshole, but you owe your siblings an apology. Then you should all put on a united front against your parents' shitty, judgmental attitude. ETA, apology. I was wrong. In this sense, I meant apology as in, I'm sorry that something I did indirectly ended up making you feel bad, not I was wrong. I like to think that in the most loving, productive relationships we have, we apologize, not merely to take responsibility for our actions, but to acknowledge when someone has hurt feelings because of something we did unintentionally. I'm not saying OP was wrong. OP is not the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think OP was maybe even slightly the asshole for bringing their siblings into it or not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel, liking the video, commenting, interacting with each other is absolutely amazing. I think we have an amazing community and it's all thanks to you guys who have created it. You're amazing people. Please never forget that. You're absolutely incredible. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.